Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. I'm Sally Goldner, hosting the show for the next hour. Three CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants, and we pay respects to elders, past and present, and that includes um, in turn our LGBTIQ elders, such as but not limited to, limited to sister girls and brother boys. And how many of us always say sister boys and brother girls? Because we trip. But no, we got it right, and it is really important to acknowledge the unique contributions they've made to diversity and intersectionality on and around the land. And, of course, Out of the Pan welcomes... <clears throat> um, one day I will find a way to do that clearing the throat off air. And I did, and it still came back. Anyway, 3CR welcomes listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. And we say that not like um, Kinky Boots, which says ladies, gentlemen, and those have yet to make up their mind, which erases non-binary genders. Sorry, Cindy, love you to death, but you got that one wrong. Um, on the show today, well, i um, be talking about the wrap-up of Trans Day of Visibility, TDOV events. Seems there's been mountains going on. Um, there's also a good article in today's age, but lo and behold, starting off today, we started off with footy and John Schumann's one true game. On you, John, you legend. Um, because, well, there's football news. And no, it's not that Richmond have won in their opening two games of the season. And whilst I'm no expert from all reports, seem to be playing reasonably well. No, it's not that at all. It's the um, We had a good story on a trans footballer in the Herald Sun yesterday. Now, I probably should have given told people to sit down before I mentioned that. But... Um, yeah, you know, look seriously. We did. I did have a bit of a tip off during the week that this was coming, and it is a really good story. And first of all, there's a little. There's the proverbial snippet on page eight. It's on the outside of the left page, and I think from memory, in newspaper parlance, if you're on the outside of the right page, because people sit when they open it, that's best. But on the outside of the left page is second best. It's um, that sort of stuff. And so, yes, it's Victoria's firstly, first openly transgender footballer. It says, well, that's not um, strictly true because there was a trans man who came out in the AFL Country Leagues uh, back in 2009. And I'm so bad with names, but I think it was uh, Will, um, Will Glover from memory. I'll hit the search engine during the tracks and we'll talk about that. And if you want to communicate, um, search engines, I suppose, are a form of communication, but um um, you can get in touch with the show by lots of means. You can um, email out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. Text in six one four zero one zero seven eight nine eight one. 
Tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line, noting that it is WrestleMania tomorrow, Australian time. Um, so, yes, it is the bottom line, but I haven't got any wrestling tracks today. There you go. I see. I can um, detach from that. And, of course, look for me on Facebook, Sally Goldner, or the entry on Out of the Pants page. Um, and, yes, it was. Um, Will Glover, back in June 2009, um, was reported in the Sydney Morning Herald and Age, if you just... Um, Google Will Glover Trans Man AFL, you'll find it. Um, and it talks about it. Jill Stark, of course, who did a lot of good work with the age, although that was the week after the shocker report um, on, the, on the Monash Gender Centre, which wasn't that good. Um, probably forced into doing it, no doubt. Um, but, um, and um, so yeah, great report here. Um, if you Put, no, I'm sorry about the, some people might not like the language. It's headed transsexual takes to the footy field. Um, but so, not the first trans person anyway in relation to this report, but certainly the first trans woman. And so, Emily Rowe will play later this year for the Shepparton Bears in the new Northern Country Women's League. Um, she's played in teams from Gerildery to Wodonga um, to the Victorian Amateur Football South Association South Melbourne Districts. And it's Phil says it's ready to rule on the legality of a transgender player. Well, um, I sort of did that back in 2009. Um, and um, Rose says it would be an inspiration to trans women if one of them reached the AFL's top level. It's really important to show kids coming through who feel like they're different, that they are, um, this is a quote, they are normal and can do normal things. Um, if I can do that and show it's a normal, beautiful part of it, being Australian, hopefully that creates a pathway. Um, for trans women to customarily compete, they need to have undergone tro- hormone treatment to reduce their hormone levels to under the male average. So that's the little report on page eight. But then we go to a humongous report on pages, well, it's 36 and 53, the way the paper opens out. Um, and this goes into a lot of detail. And I've got to say, it's really well done. There's no dead naming, which is pretty cool. And I've just got to say full credit to John Ralph. Um, done this really well talks about some of the issues, um, so trigger warnings for transphobia. Um, you know, there's been some difficult stuff. It says here in one section how, um, quote, um, recently filling up her car with petrol, the shop attendant hears the trigger warning, told her she was the ugliest woman she'd ever seen or a confused male. Now, I read that and I've got to say, I instantly thought that is some of the worst customer service in all time, but it is, it is also a massive breach of I can think of about four or five state and federal equal opportunity laws or anti-discrimination laws put together. I wonder if it's hate speech as well. Um, you know, um, some Crimes Act, Section 17 or 18 from memory, um, and that's just disgraceful. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, she's looking um, pretty good and good on her for being fit. I said slightly over um, overweight flabby spice over here. Um, but she made a decision to come out because she has young, two young kids from um, her relationship um, with a female, and um, she's also um, moving to Sweden to be nearer Emma's family. Um, um, sorry, um, Emily, who is the trans woman, sorry, is moving um, to Sweden for a bit to be with um, um, her partner's family, but will come back in July. And it will um, be in a series. She'll play in a series of games to coincide with the St Kilda Sydney Pride match number two. Um, and Roe will be the first trans, openly trans woman footballer. So this got it right there. Um, and she's now out to her kids. Um, and she says that she came out. 
because of, um, it says here that her children were the catalyst for transition because she wanted to ensure they only knew her as the loving mum as they grew up. So she's thinking about her kids, um, you know, which shows, of course, the empathy that trans people have for kids, despite all the malarkey that goes out there um, in relation to that issue. So it says also supports, really important, a wife who supported her transition despite the many challenges. We don't know if um, Emily wants to change birth certificates, um, change her birth certificate, um, you know, at some point in Victoria. That will be on a basis of surgery um, at the moment, thanks to the coalition who blocked birth certificate reforms late last year. Um, But if she does and wants to keep her marriage, well, unless we can get also an interforced trans divorce through in Victoria, or better still get national marriage equality, she will have to face the challenge with her partner of possible divorce and be put in that Hobson's Choice situation. She's heard all the slurs, but she's still here. And of course, football for her, I suppose, was a very male thing. She talks about that too. Um, And so this, I would add, is yesterday's Herald Sun, Saturday, April the 1st. No, it is not an April Fool's story. It is definitely there. Um, She says it wasn't an easy decision and prefers not to discuss some of the more difficult elements of it. Um, And, um, you know, that's a fair call. So she's, um, you know, on both counts, she has a right to talk about what she does and doesn't want to talk about. And also the paper has respected that. So well done to that. Um, So her parents have been supportive um, unconditionally, um, despite conservative country roots. And... Uh, many other things, and, you know, she copped all the, well, the standard anti-Rambo slurs um, growing up in a country town, but um, has done incredibly well. The um, article also says, um, not quoting any person, but to quote the article, gender reassignment surgery is another topic that is intensely person for each person transitioning, and not one deemed appropriate to discuss. Wow. Um... I've got to hand it to this article and most of all to Emily. I'll have to get off my little bunsies and get her on the show because that just sounds awesome. So, Emily, you have already, um, you know, sort of, I think, put, um, you know, um, inspired some people. And where Transgender Victoria posted this story on its page yesterday, one person said, I do feel a bit more encouraged to come out. Visibility, visibility, visibility. And it does mention in this story that it is it, um, you know, on the weekend of Trans Day of Visibility. So um, really, really good um, to see this story. Um, Jason quotes Jason Ball, openly gay footballer. um, And um, she says that, you know, there'll be, he says there'll be the mixed reception. Yes, lots of supportive people, not just the servo attendant, but um, lots of people will be confronted. There is misunderstanding but she knows it's worth the difference. So, well, as far as I'm concerned, that's more guts than taking a head-on tackle that what she's done. Well done to um, Emily and also to wife Emma and um, Munchkin children. Um, and, you know, she's acknowledged that it, you know, it's difficult and easy. Wow, I think we've got, in my humble opinion, a potential trans community leader on her hands in her way. And I think that's there's something to think about. Everyone... You know, and we mentioned this on Trans Dave in relation to Trans Dave visibility. Just coming out is still a form of leadership. Um, you don't have to go in the paper or anything. You don't have to do the first in your field, whether you're an AFL footballer or whatever. Um, and um, you know, um, you know, just 
you know, just being yourself. I still think that's a form of leadership in the trans community. Well done to all who do it. Um, so yeah, um, very, very awesome to see. Um, so well done for, um, the, um, for, um, to Emily and family of all sorts. Um, great to see. So very good to see a story like that around the time of Trans Day of Visibility. All right. Um, good that Emily's um, also come out relatively um, young. I'm just trying to get the age again. Um, she's 35. Well, not relatively. Of course, we see lots of young people coming out. I'll talk about that um, in relation to the Trans Day of Visibility events in the next segment. But um, the fact that more people coming are coming out, and we had the story during the week of a 90-year-old trans person in Britain who's finally been themselves, um, a former um, war veteran. Um, so, you know, but there's always mixed feelings when you hear about people coming out late. It's great that they're out, but often there can be, in the words of the immortal Eagles from the 70s, a lot of wasted time. Here's the version of that track from the Eagles live album of 1980. 3CR, 855am, digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. CR has all kinds of music programs for you to hear. From blues to hip-hop, reggae, classical, punk, jazz, soul, indigenous, experimental, indie, metal and other music styles. Check out 3cr.org.au on the World Wide Web for more info. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe... The number is 94198377. You've been listening to the sand. You could never understand. Feel the fortune flowing. You know it isn't stuck. 3CR 855 AM digital 3CR.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender, and as we heard just before, Kim Salmon, um, playing all styles of music, being pansexual rock, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender or genre. Um, indeed, we just heard from the Eagles, Wasted Time, a Don Henley, probably one of his... I mean, he was an amazing vocalist. That one just always um, works it so well. Um, from the Eagles Life album released in 1980, um, before the 14 years of hell freezing over, and then... Um, um, well, sorry, of, of hell, and then it froze over in 1994. There you go. Well, we had a bit of heaven on earth on Friday and Saturday, in my small opinion, for the trans and gender diverse communities. With Trans Day of Visibility, there was lots going on. I've been trying to check in on it all. 
Um, yours truly was up in Bendigo on Friday, um, getting some fresh air away from the big smog, as I now call the city, as distinct from as it used to be called, the big smoke. But um, really awesome day, um, thanks to the fab crew at Goldfields Library in Bendigo and dear friend Robin, and good to see Robin and partner Vanessa, who are looking well there, if they're living up in the country, and well, don't miss the city in the slightest. Thanks also to um, Millie from the um, Headspace and Hay Project for organising it. Just truly went up to see... Um, to just give a little talk, but also to be a part of the launch of a fantastic piece of artwork done by young queer and allied peeps up in Bendigo, including five trans and gender diverse young peeps, which blew me away. Um, I was very excited to see that. Um, And if you scroll down a little through my Facebook page to um, Friday, you um, will see it, Um, um, the various pics there. It's a a great, um, you know, sort of... I'll say artwork, I don't know exactly what sort of artwork it is, but, um, you know, it's just um, really well done. It has trans visibility at the front. Various people, um, it's posted at about 2 o'clock on Friday. Um, Oh, yeah, that's right, it was was 3 o'clock when I posted it, um, um, Daylight Savings Time, and it's gone back to 2 o'clock. That got me confused. But, um, yeah, you can see it there. There's, um, you know, lots of different parts to it. And one person who got up and spoke about the artwork and did a fantastic um, job put a picture of Pitbull in saying that, you know, sort of Pitbulls you know, are subject to stereotypes. Now, I'm no dog expert, but of course, not every um, um, dog of one breed is going to be a certain way. Um, I have met some vicious corgis in my time. So this um, young person did put, paint a picture of a Pitbull in there. You can um, see the pics here. Um, there's also a message um, um, someone has put in um, as part of their artwork. I am me, not what you see. So true for trans and gender diverse people in particular in terms of both um, identity and expression of gender. Um, there's also other bits. I do have to say the cat lover in me um, loves the picture of the person with the sort of cat ears on. And i uh, have more on that in a second. Um so, yeah, some great work, and I had some nice feedback um, that um, a lot of the younger peeps did relate to the story of the, the 51-year-old, and I think that's really important. You know, I say this often, we don't want to be ground down in where we've been. We have to honour it, though. You know, Trans Day of Visibility, um, which is seen as the celebratory day for trans people now, came about in part because, yes, whilst we have the very important day, Trans Day of Remembrance, on 20 November, we... You know, it's a bit of a difficult day. We don't just want to mark the negativity, um, but we always will need to. You know, I mean, the Jewish community, I'm sure, will always acknowledge the Holocaust with Holocaust Remembrance Day every year. You know, it is lest we forget, and I mean, to state the obvious, um, you know, when you've got Donald Trump, you sort of think, well, you know, some extreme regimes could never happen. Well, you know, it'll never happen again. No, 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 it's all good. Mm-hmm, not quite. Um, you know, that um, we, um, 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 you know, sort of, um, um, you know, we have one again in a, to some extent in America, of course, right now, and it's taking a lot of resistance. Um, so, yeah, we have to keep remembering Trans Day of Remembrance, but it's good we have Trans Day of Visibility, Trans Awesomeness Day, and so well done. And the you know the sign in this um, or the wording or more wording in the um, you know pictures Trans 
um, day of visibility, trans visibility, we you know need more of it. Now, the good peeps at Ygender um, had a panel on Friday, not on yet, to hear about how it all went and any thoughts that came out of it. If anyone who was there or from Ygender is there and just wants to send me their own thoughts, please do so on the Facebook um, posts or by any of the other means of communication. Um, and then yesterday, well, every everything that ever there was was at Darling Gardens in Clifton Hill um, to um, celebrate, uh, have the teddy bears picnic. Um, there were lots of um, furry, furry friends of all sorts, some um, ones that, um, well, don't have living organs in them. Um, and we, of course, were not um, stuffed toy policing, no, all diversity welcome, and two dog dogs who were had did have lots of living organisms in them, including the fabulous, I'm not sure if it was a, is there such a thing as a white golden retriever dog experts again? Um, let me know. Um, but I, or whether it was a sort of Labrador, but Simba was there and another dog a dog. And there were humans um, of all sorts and all ages um, from all across the trans and gender diverse communities, met a couple of lovely people, one of whom um, will be coming on the show hopefully about the end of April when we get it organised as starting a new um, anxiety and discussion sort of support group. We have one, um, Transgender Victoria has been running running the one in Carlton for a couple of years. He, this person wants to do one down in the south of the, the of the river and I think we do need as many as possible. People with anxiety may not be able to travel so if it's a bit closer um, and they don't have to worry about changing trams or trains or whatever, that's got to be a bonus. So the more support, the merrier. Um, so I had a chat with um, that person. But um, always have to, great to have the fabulous Jess Walton along doing a reading of Introducing Teddy for kids of all ages, um, all sorts of bears everywhere. Um, there was a bit of um, teddy bear exercise, which I just did the cheering on for, um, whoops-a-doops. Um, some great saxophone work as well, um, a saxophone, including a saxophone version of um, Teddy Bear's Picnic. And um, so that was um, awesome as well. And the fabulous Stormy um, did some, well, um, sort of off-the-cuff reading, and then Michelle Brooker from TGV read one of Stormy's pieces out. So a really lovely day, a great sense of community um, that was very much um, there. And, you know, we do need it, and we should do a lost property <laughs> announcement from the Teddy Bears picnic. If you're the former owner of a wool-grey wrap with black trim branded Target collection, contact Transgender Victoria by any means of communication. Um, Reuben Legg was the saxophonist. Um, hire that person. Very, very good in my opinion. Um, Jess Walton, Kelly Hennigan um, led the, um, um, the stuff for the, for the younger, um, younger in age, um, actual years of age um, part of it. So really, really good. If anyone also went to the Victoria University event last Friday, um, let us know how that went. And you can also check out, there's a Trans Day of Visibility Oceana page to find out about stuff from around all of Oceana um, that you can have a look at. So it's great to see that visibility. It does give a great sense of community. And I've got to say, I say it a lot, I'll say it again, until every um, bovine creature of any gender has come home, to see so many young trans and gender diverse people coming out early, well, no wasted time um, there. They're just getting on with it. It's very, very good to see. So well done to all. And thanks to Michelle for organising so I have, I have to say, I'm feeling like I've come off a bit of a high in the last 24 hours. I also should mention that on Friday night in Bendigo, 
couple of other things. I had it popped in and finally had a chance to be in the radio studio for Rainbow Radio. We need all sorts of queer, well, visibility and audibility. So don't forget to listen to Rainbow Radio. Um, have, you know, sort of two ways of listening to the radio. Listen to 3CR, of course, but of course, 8 till 11, you can listen to Phoenix FM up in Bendigo and Max and um, Nelly doing a great job up there. I had a chat with them and then went off, oh, said the said the 51-year-old, went off to a queer club. Um, um, fantastic to see that um, after the sudden closure of event, the venue in Bendigo that was hosting the monthly queer event. Um, the good news is that a local venue approached them. They didn't have to go hunting, and so they've got a nice little space. Um, I can't remember the name of the venue, but um, I'll track it down in time for next month. And, you know, some classic 80s pop in the background, a couple of refreshments and a bit of conversation with people. Um, hi to all the good people we met, and I think we need something like that in Melbourne. And, you know, there's all these high-tech doof-doof things, but some of us just want to go and hang out with a bit of music, maybe the chance to have a boogie, that sort of thing. So um, we need something like that back in Melbourne. Um, We need to sort of have a variety of events, a variety of queer visibility. So a really good 24 hours. I whipped all on the tiring side. Thank heavens for the coffee from down the road this morning to do this show. All right, well, um, here's a track that I'll dedicate. It's nothing to do with queer stuff, but... I think this is what Sky Media must have said, or Sky News said to Mark Latham during the week after he um, went another step too far and yet another media outlet. This is the track that Keith Richards wrote for Mick Jagger in the late 80s when the Rolling Stones were having a spot of bother. And from Keith's solo album, Talk Is Cheap, well, Sky Media must have said to Mark Latham, you don't move me anymore. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Keith Richards uh, on 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, uh, out of the pan with Sally. Well, some pansexual rock there. And Keith from his solo album of 1988, Talk Is Cheap and You Don't Move Me When He and Mick Were Not Getting On Too Well. Bit of acid in that song. Um, great lineup: Keith on um, vocals and guitars, Waddy Wachtel on slide, Steve Jordan on drums and percussion, Charlie Drayton on bass, um, Bernie Wood on organ, and Stanley Durrell ripping the accordion. Awesomeness! Um, and of course, it's all good now. Um, who who is it for me? Who is it? But for me to say that it was all about the money. Well, there's been some amazing news stories during the week, um, all sorts thereof, thereupon to wit, and all that sorts of stuff. Mentioned the one earlier, um, the 90-year-old war veteran in the UK who's now um, affirmed her her true sense of gender identity. Um, um, Absolutely amazing story. Gosh, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, sort of going, you know, it was hard enough living 29 years, um... Um, you know, and then sort of, you know, um, not really living to any extent to my gender identity and then three years of, a, we'll say, a, a living, identifying as cross-dresser um, and then, you know, sort of, um, you know, away you go. Um, so Patricia Davies um, is the person in question. A remarkable story. And as I said earlier, um, you know, this um, huge sense of... Um, you know, you know, mixed comments on this, and I totally agree with both, with all viewpoints here. And you know, it's so sad that um, you know someone could live ninety years as the wrong gender, or for that matter, trying to be heterosexual when their sexual orientation was something else, um, all that sort of stuff. Um, and you know, she's got the acceptance, 
and you know people saying don't worry so long as you're happy but you know someone who would have heard a lot of negativity about um trans and gender diverse but at least she's living um to her true sense of self now and in one article she said i've now got to live another 100 years to make up for the time i've lost well that's the attitude that's the spirit good one patricia well done um also got to just mention a comment by the fabulous sally conning on the football stuff um you know and i think it's a fair call um you know we ha- you know what the afl women's is called aflw why isn't the afl men's called afl aflm Fair call, and well, um, credit to World Wrestling Entertainment. They've got rid of all the divas stuff and now just have the, um, you know, women's and men's division and relevant women's and men's titles for each of their two brands. Um, So, um, well, uh, AFL, um, take a note from World Wrestling Entertainment. Did I mention it's WrestleMania tomorrow morning Australian time? I probably did. Um, Looking forward to that one. Um, Anyway, um, what else? Um, So, yeah. Um, seriously, I think we do. That is something that needs to be considered. I've got to say, two people I know, I'll keep it very general. Um, an argument last night, a male person saying, Well, the while the attention on the well, sorry to bring this up, while the attention on the women's league, they're not as good. Um, well, they've got to start somewhere, same as probably women's tennis did, that sort of thing. And I mean, nowadays, in its way, the women's tennis competition is as good as the men's. Is it exactly the same? Possibly not. Probably, you know, possibly not. Possibly is. But, you know, let's celebrate all genders and what they have to bring and, you know, make sure no one doesn't receive any negative treatment because of their gender. Um, Lots of, as I say, amazing news during the week. A bit of a sad one, though, unfortunately. And that is that um, um, Gilbert Baker passed away on Friday and some people might go who is Gilbert Baker Gilbert Baker is the man who effectively created or invented um the rainbow flag you know with its um, various colors um and um Cleve Jones who was you know we'll say the second in command to the late Harvey Milk has posted on Facebook that he is heartbroken my dearest friend in the world is gone Gilbert gave the world the rainbow flag 40 years of love and friendship, I can't stop crying, and totally fair, Cleve. Um, yeah, Gilbert's one of those people who's, you know, left an indelible mark on, well, I'll say the rainbow communities, um, you know, and now, of course, we have, I think it's equally valid, we have so many flags, a trans flag, a pan flag, the bears flag, the ace flag, I think they're all valid, and, um, you know, I think we need to fly them all and fly them proudly, um, but well done to Gilbert for his contribution to rainbow history, um, definitely a pioneer, um, and I'm sure you're flying in the place with all the right flags, Gilbert, much deserved. Um, well, visibility, I suppose it's a theme, isn't it? Um, full credit to Victorian Equal Opportunity and Human Rights Commission because they've done something for trans visibility, um, launched during the week of um, Trans Day of Visibility. Um, brilliant bit of thinking. So what is it? Simple yet powerful, as they say. Um, they've launched some trans stickers you can get that you can show your um, organisation, I'll use that word broadly, you know, business, community, service, whatever, is trans supportive. Um, and they've put it, um, as reported in sbs.com.au, that um, it's about, um, you know, sort of having, um, just for cafes, um, to show trans inclusivity. 
Um, so it says here in this article by Chloe Sargent, it's about cafes, restaurants, shops and bars um, can display the trans sticker at their entrance or doorway. And that's all cool. And there's a picture here of um, the um, Assembly Cafe in Carlton, not far probably from Victorian Equal Opportunity Human Rights Commission headquarters. Um, so it's about encouragement and support and that um, trans and gender diverse people were welcome and safe at the establishment um, um, displaying it. And I think this is a really good idea. It's sort of simple yet effective and you know, all sorts of stuff um, you know, that you can do. Yes, it's Melbourne. We so cafes, please display it because coffee is important, said she who wouldn't do this show without one any, every week. But, um, you know, it's just... A, as simple of welcoming places, and if in a worst-case scenario, heaven forbid, someone's having a go at you, you can head in there and probably hopefully get some support. Now, obviously, the business is going to have, or whichever, is going to have to do the work to make sure, um, you know, that um, you know they've, they're, all their staff know about what it's all about. But um, it is really important, and um, Victorian Equal Opportunity and Human Rights Commissioner, um, you know, um, Kristen Hilton... Um, who's been in the community um, type of law sector for a long time, um, um, you know, supportive of it. Um, Chrissy and Zach, who ran that cafe, are handing out flyers to explain what it means. Now, that's a good idea as well. Um, so Commissioner Hilton also says, if you have experienced um, discrimination due to gender identity in Victoria, call because they can, um, in the words of a song, we can help. Um, and if you want a transgender flag sticker for your organisation, you can email communications at veohrc.vic.gov.au. If you've experienced discrimination, call the commission. Who are you going to call? The commission busters. Um, one three hundred two nine two one five three. So a good little story, um, one of those simple yet practicals. Um, and rest assured, um, I'll be getting one for 3CR very, very soon. I'll be organising one for 3CR um, um, very, very quickly, but um, we're already getting one underway for um, gender benign revolutionary headquarters over at Drummond Street as well. So good to see these sorts of things happening. Well, something that's been a bit too much of something has, of course, been happening up in Queensland and northern New South Wales with, well, then Cyclone, now ex-Cyclone Debbie, and there's been a bit too much of rain. Um, I'm not sure um, how we gender rain. Ian Moss did from his Matchbook solo album in 1987, but he's Mossy. We'll let him get away with calling a song Mr Rain. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au, and on demand, out of the pan with... CR presents a great night of entertainment at Bella Union, Thursday the 27th of April. Jonathan Alley will MC a stellar lineup, including... 3CR DJs Kate and Susie spinning tracks for a lazy Thursday night. Fiona Scott Norman's one-woman show, The Needle and the Damage Done. Ian McFarlane's book launch of the Encyclopedia of Australian Rock and Pop Music. And an unleashed version of Super Flutie's free association radio show, with Clem Basto, Casey Bonetto, Scott Edgar and Christos Chorkas. That's Saturday the 27th Thursday the 27th of April, Bella Union at Trades Hall. Doors open at 6.30. For tickets, go to bellaunion.com.au or at the door if not sold out. This is a 3CR benefit. So see you there. 
be there or be a rectangle or something. Um, yes, um, two 3CR benefits coming up later in the month. Start diarising um, the dates. There's the one we just heard about, Thursday the 27th of April um, at 6.30 at Bella Union with all those great people, Fiona, Scott, Norman, um, a joyous romp through the top ten of the worst records ever. Will um, Sid Halen be in there? I don't know. Um, um, but um, superfluity DJs, the fabulous Clem Basto, who writes for The Guardian and did a piece on how... Wrestling helped her through depression. Gee, I mentioned the wrestling and WrestleMania again. How did I do that? Um, because I did. Anyway, as a friend of mine, I would say, no, seriously, um, that looks like a good one. The second one, um, a few days later, if you're an afternoonish person, well, um, you can, that's on Sunday the 30th. Of, so that one, first one's the 27th of April in the evening. Sunday the 30th of April at one thirty. So you can have your earphones in listening at that point to Freedom of Species, which of course is broadcast from 1 till 2 and comes up next. Um, and that's with um, Ekranopola, Ekranop, sorry, I'll start that again, Ekranoplans, um, Winter Sun and BJ uh, Morris Zonkel. Um, and that one's up at the Northcote Social Club. So Thursday the 27th in the evening at Bella Union, as you heard, Northcote Social Club, 6.30. Um, things that are coming up for the rainbowish and type of communities, um, Bent TV, as always, on Friday night, um, still going there. Um, and lots of stuff going up on the website um, as well. Um, as they dig through lots of old episodes, they're uploading to website and YouTube. Gosh, you might find out why this was a, definitely not a face for radio in about 2001 and two. Be careful. Um, chains coming up at the Central Club um, next Saturday. Seahorse um, for trans and gender diverse people um, in the inner eastern burbs and um, other things coming up as well. Polyvic discussion scheduled for um, the um, Tuesday week, the 11th. So a few things um, in the next 10 days or so. As well. And then, of course, the 3CR benefits later in the month. I'd better get myself out of here and make way for Freedom of Species. Um, Kate's put together a fab show on Damien Manda. So tune yourself in for that, or if you miss it, um, check the podcast. And there will be a bonus podcast this week, as well as this show. Um, we had a repeat of the International Women's Day show, or the International Women's Day special, Awesome Trans Women. I'll pop that up somewhere on Out of the Pants page. Look out for that. So if you get two podcasts this week and go, what's going on? There's your reason. Take it out today with Andrew Pendlebury um, from his album, um, don't hold back that feeling and here's the title track with the fabulous Chris Wilson on lead vocals some great Australian pansexual rock um, during the show, Ian Moss and others but taking it out today with Chris um, um, doing lead vocals on that Andrew Pendleby track and next week I'll be having peeps from Cadinia Shire on the show because they've done a, a film called Marcus um, which they're going to talk about, there's an event coming up later in April for that one so we'll be having lots of peeps in next week so chilled back with me this week. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner, and I'll catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.